0: Okay. Hare Krishna everyone. <laughs> Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj Jai Singajalam. <laughs> so, um I don't know if anyone in particular is hosting this event, but anyway, I guess we can just start. I don't, I don't see, uh, I see Ekanti is here from Munich. I don't know if anyone else is here from Munich. (laughs) Anyway, Harikusha. whatever. I, I thought I will uh, make a little Musical accompaniment for chanting prayers We have a a small uh, modern style tampura here <laughs> It's a square box And we can uh, at least get some sound from it O <laughs> Magyana timirandasya Gyanan Jana Shalakaya Chakshurun militam yena tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya manobhishtam stāpitam yena bhūtale svayam rūpa khadamāhyam dadāti svapadantikam Mande ham Sri Guru, Sri Uttapadakamalam, Sri Guru Vaishnavangscha, Shri Rupam, Sagrajatam, Sahagana Ragunatang, Vitang, Tang, Sajibam, Sadvaitam, Savadutam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shi Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shi Vishakan Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale shematay bhakti vedanta swamin itinamine namaste sadan deve goravani pracharine nibisaysha shunyavadi Vanchakalpa-tharubhyascha sindubya evacha Patithanam Bhavanebhyo Vaiṣṇavebhyo Namo Namaha hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dīna Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika kanta, Radha today. Tapta Kanchanago Rangi Radhe, Rishavanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye Jayashi Krishna chetanya Prabhu Nityananda Shi Advaita Galadhar Shiva Sadi Go Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Ramadama Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 hari hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Ramadama hari Rama, hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare, Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Hare Krishna, and thank you all for coming together to the Munich Sunday Feast Lecture. Now I see where that we are in Munich, because I recognize Donna Kehli. <laughs> uh, so, Munich Yatra Ki Jai. Um, okay, I guess I should get a And, yes, <clears throat> uh, I'm speaking from Poland, rainy Poland, Tzawajan Pada Desh. And today we are reading from Bhagavad Gita, Takayakon Yest as they say here in Poland. And we're reading chapter 5, and we're reading verse, at least we're starting with verse number 10. Uh, This chapter is called Karma Yoga Action in Krishna Consciousness in Srila Prabhupada's title. Uh, Traditionally, it's known, I believe, as sannyasa yoga as this is a major topic in this chapter. Okay, so the verse goes like this. Brahmanyadaya karmani sangam karotiya lipyatena sapapena padmapatram ivambasa Brahman yadaya karmani Sangam chaktva Karotia Lipyate na Padma patram ivambasa Brahman yadaya karmani Sangam chaktva karutiya Lipyate Padmapatram Ivambasa and one more time. Brahmanyadaya Karmani Sangam chaktva Karotiya na Sapapena Padmapatram Ivambasa And the word for word translations Brahmani Unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Adaya. Resigning. Karmani. All works. Sangam. Attachment. Tyaktva. Giving up. Karoti. Performs. Yaha. Lipyate is affected. Na, never. Saha, he. by sin. Padmapatram, a lotus leaf. Iva, like. Ambasa, by the water. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Translation One who performs his duty without attachment, surrendering the results unto the Supreme Lord, is unaffected by sinful action. As the lotus leaf is untouched by water <laughs> Purport. here Brahmani means in Krishna consciousness, the material world the material world is a sum total manifestation of the three modes of material nature technically called the pradana the vedic hymn hymns sarvam iti brahma from mandukya upanishad and "Tasmare tat brahma namarupam anam chajayate From the Mundaka Upanishad, and in the Bhagavad Gita, Mamayonir Mahat Brahma indicate that everything in the material world is a manifestation of Brahman. And although the effects are differently manifested, They are non-different from the cause. In the Ishopanishad, it is said that everything is related to the Supreme Brahman or Krishna and thus everything belongs to him only one who knows perfectly well that everything belongs to Krishna, that he is the proprietor of everything, and that therefore everything is engaged in the service of the Lord, naturally has nothing to do with the results of his activities, whether virtuous or sinful. Hmm. Even one's material body being a gift of the Lord for carrying out a particular type of action can be engaged in Krishna consciousness. It is then beyond contamination by sinful reactions. Exactly as the lotus leaf, though remaining in the water, is not wet the Lord also says in the Gita, mai sarvani garmani sanyasya." Resign all works unto me. The conclusion is that a person without Krishna consciousness acts according to the concept of the material body and senses But a person in Krishna consciousness acts according to the knowledge that the body is the property of Krishna and should therefore be engaged in the service of Krishna. So ends Srila Prabhupada's purport to this verse. Ramanyada Yakarmani sangam tyaktva karotiya lipyatena sa pape na sahbhapena. padma patram ivambasa. One who performs his duty without attachment, surrendering the results unto the Supreme Lord, is unaffected by sinful, sinful action as the lotus leaf is untouched by water. Well, let's begin with a little bit of context. Uh, Let's see what Krishna has just said uh, in the previous two verses. Mm. A person in the divine consciousness, although engaged in seeing, touching, smelling, eating, moving about, sleeping, and breathing, always knows within himself, that he actually does nothing at all. <laughs> because while speaking, evacuating, receiving, or opening, or closing his eyes, he's always, he always knows that only the material senses are engaged with their objects and that he is aloof from them. Uh, this these two previous verses are um they're very graphic in that uh Krishna lists a, an assortment of different activities that we do with our senses and so he makes it very uh yeah immediate and real for us we can we can get a sense of uh, of what he's saying, and we could almost we could almost identify with this attitude that Krishna is describing here in the first line. He says, Naiva kinshit karomi iti." Uh, he is quoting the iti gives that quotation marks in Sanskrit. He's quoting uh, a person who has this this understanding, this higher understanding of the distinction, the the body, uh, the senses, the body with its senses, and oneself. Uh, And so it's giving this in detail or with many different examples uh, how... Um, as we go about activity, yeah. <laughs> as we go about all our different activities, uh, we can mm, we can practice. We can practice naiva kinchat karomi. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> all the things are doing. In the course of the day, and then we ask ourselves at the end of the day, what have I done today? Mm. Mm. Well, I opened and closed my eyes, unmisham <laughs> <laughs> nimisham, and <clears throat> pralapan, I was talking, and shvasan, I was breathing, and I'm going to sleep now, so what am I going to do? svapan, I'll be dreaming. Uh, ashnan eating or maybe not eating someone is maybe not eating today and uh, so on all these activities Uh, the devotee is practicing to think actually it's not me who is doing these things Or at least it's not me alone who's doing these things. Um, it's it's a matter of emphasis we find in the Bhagavad Gita. Sometimes, in general, the emphasis is on minimizing the degree to which we are agents acting. Um, but having said that... Um, The big issue in the Bhagavad Gita is, what is Arjuna going to do? How is he going to act? And the conclusion is, well, he's going to act as Krishna's instrument, nimitta. Hmm. Well, and the point of mentioning these two verses, aside from they come just before verse 10, is it helps us I think to appreciate uh the readiness of this person, this uh renounced person to renounce. And therefore we can read Daya, Karmani Sangam Tyaktva Karotiya. Uh we know this means uh has to do with giving up something. And it's this uh, gerund form which Prabhupada translates. There's two ways of translating a gerund, either as something that's already happened or that something that you've already started to do but you haven't finished doing. Mm. And so, cakthva Prabhupada translates uh, in the... Uh, in the second sense, already started and still doing, giving up. Uh, it can also be understood, having given up, already, I already gave it up, like sarva-dharman-parityajya, that parityajya is also a gerund, gerund form. Giving up or having given up all all dharma, <laughs> then... Uh, so, yeah, this readiness to, to give up attachment based on recognizing uh, the actual situation, recognizing that, uh, yeah, I'm in this body, I'm riding along in this body. It's like a vehicle. It's taking me here, taking me there. And yes, there's a certain amount of directing that I can do uh, for the body. Um, But so many things the body's doing, which we don't have control over most of the time or in any respect. Uh, Maybe the obvious example is eating as soon as we put food in the mouth and swallow There's not a whole lot that we can do about uh, the process of digestion. And breathing, most of the time, we don't, we're not consciously breathing. We're just, we're doing it. Unless we are thinking about it, maybe we're practicing pranayama regulation uh, of the breathing. Or we become conscious because maybe we run uh, very, we run, we do some jogging, and and it of course increases the speed of and depth of our breathing, and then we become conscious of it. But still, um, we don't have a whole lot of control over that breathing, and so on. So that kind of awareness. Can help us uh, to uh, practice, uh, to cultivate, to practice this spirit of detachment. Um, Okay, and in this verse, verse number 10, uh, Krishna is telling us with an analogy what is the positive result of this attitude and this culture of uh, of giving up of renounc- renouncing uh the the benefit is that uh we become not implicated in our actions lipyate um i didn't look up the verb lip but it's I think it has to do with uh, smearing or, yeah, something like that. Uh, it's uh, getting, getting smeared, <laughs> getting smeared with our karma. <laughs> um, so it's lipyate na, na lipyate, not getting affected, not being influenced. And this is of course uh, so important the whole I mean the whole issue about karma is how every everything we do is implicating us we're getting wrapped up in our own cocoon of karma you know this word cocoon auf deutsch wie sagt man auf deutsch cocoon Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds a little more French to me. <laughs> Coucou. <laughs> so anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, we're we're tying ourselves, or we're entrapping ourselves in in our in our actions. And um, why is Krishna speaking? He's he's helping us to free ourselves. Uh, to get out of this entanglement. Um, the analogy is very nice, but if we're not familiar with um, with lotus leaves, it may not give a very strong impression to us. Um, but maybe we have seen, if not a, a true lotus, maybe we've seen lilies with lily pads, lily pots lily flowers in ponds, uh, in the park, and so on. Uh, But a a particular, yeah, there's so many different kinds of flowers, of uh, lotuses and related flowers. And, uh, yeah, the example is nice because uh, it's in the water and it's not in the water. It's in the water, it's above the water. Now it's a little curious to me that um, Krishna uses the word patram, which means leaf, and which Prabhupada translates as leaf. The lotus leaf is not affected and he's saying it's in the water and it's not wet. Uh, If we take it that way, the the idea would be, as I understand, if you take that leaf, even though it's in the water, out of the water, immediately it will be dry. It'll be as if it's dry it doesn't it's not soaked with the water. Hmm. Uh, but the the other comparison is of the lotus flower, which is above the water, and then the stem. Uh, of course, uh, the the roots, the stem, everything are very much in the water uh, and in fact coming up from the mud and therefore another word for lotus in Sanskrit of so many words for lotus is pankaja, one that is born from the mud. But in any case, for us, the uh, the the analogy is helpful or can be helpful because it, uh, we can appreciate this idea of being in the world but not of the world, being here and not being implicated, not being tied down, not being uh, not uh, bringing more perpetuating of suffering to ourselves or to others. Now, one thing about the purport I found interesting, I came across some information about mm, commentators to this verse And uh, what I find interesting is it looks like uh, Śrīla Prabhupāda blended to uh, what may be considered contradictory interpretations of the word brahman. Uh, Brahmanī means in brahman. Uh, Krishna has introduced the word brahman um already at the end of the second chapter with uh the phrase brahma nirvanam brahma nirvanam one can attain brahma nirvanam nirvanam the word nirvana isn't that isn't that what buddhists talk about well yes so then we can debate about who uses the word first. Um, traditionalists will insist um, that Krishna spoke first the Bhagavad Gita, and then much later the uh, the Buddhists came along. Um, then you have the modern scholars saying, well, um, it could also be taken the other way, that... The Bhagavad Gita is later and that it's responding in part to uh, Buddhist philosophy. I don't want to get into that debate just now. <laughs> um, but in any case, it's interesting that it uh, the Gita reflects an idea that we find in Buddhism, namely the idea of Nirvana, except except importantly, in the Bhagavad Gita, it's always related to Brahman. So it's you can say Nirvana in Brahman, whereas for Buddhists, it's just Nirvana. It's just uh, yeah, some some sense of uh, Nirvana of possibly Shunyata entering into the emptiness. But in any case, there is that introduction in the end of the second chapter. There's also later in this fifth chapter, again, there's going to be, I think, two, maybe even three verses, one after another, uh, talking about Brahma-Nirvana. But... Uh, regarding Brahman as such. Where was that? I found it. Uh, Verse, yeah, here it is. In chapter 4, we have Brahmārpanam, Brahmāhavir, Brahmāgnau, Brahmāna, Hūtam, Brahmāyvatena, Gantavyam, Brahmākarma, Samadina. a person who is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness is sure to attain the spiritual kingdom because of his full contribution to spiritual activities in which the consummation is absolute and that which is offered is of the same spiritual nature. It's a very interesting translation. Uh, Which is um, um, the imagery of this verse, which Prabhupada um, doesn't really bring out so much, is that of the sacrifice. Um, Because Havi means butter, and Agnao, in the fire, um, and Huta uh, is an oblation, an offering. Uh, So it's all in that imagery, which is, again, another context. In chapter 4, Krishna's talking about different kinds of sacrifice. But the point is, it's all, it becomes spiritualized, we say. Uh, It becomes Brahmanized. It becomes Brahman. So, uh, yeah, butter... (laughs) butter becomes brahman (laughs) by putting it into the fire of brahman and uh, that act of putting it in becomes also brahman so it's it's talking about transformation of material activity into spirit Mm. using vedanta terminology Uh, But here, what I wanted to say was, according to Sridhar Swami and also according to Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, uh, this Brahmani is referring to Parameshvara, the Supreme Lord. And this Prabhupada is, we can say, Picking up when he says in the first sentence of his purport, here Brahmani means in Krishna consciousness. <laughs> uh, so okay, but uh, but then let's keep going. Mm. Someone might ask, uh, "What does Shankara Shankaracharya say about this?" And some of you might say, "We don't want to know. <laughs> we are Vaishnavas. We don't want to know." But I'll tell you anyway, because you will be happy to hear that he says this Brahmani refers to Ishvara, the supreme controller. Uh, and he goes on to say that this uh, verse is telling about a person who is in the mood of being a servant, pleasing his master, or rather renouncing all of his activities uh, to the master. <clears throat> Even even, hold on to your hats, even, Shankara says, uh, offering all of the fruits of one's actions, including liberation. What? Shankara Acharya says that? That's what he says, apparently. Mm. Okay, uh, anyway, someone else might ask, or maybe the same will ask, what about Ramanuja? What will he say? He will certainly say that this refers to the Lord, right? To Ishvara or, uh, or Parameshvara or some such like that. no. He identifies this Brahman with uh, what he calls the original state of nature when all the gunas are in equilibrium. So before the three gunas uh, become activated, that state, he's saying, that is Brahman. Uh, And he goes on to say this is connected with a verse uh, from chapter 3. Maybe we don't have to get into this, but verse 28 of chapter 3, it's giving uh, one aspect of uh, the practice of sacrifice. We could look at that maybe later. And someone else may ask, so... What does Baladevidya Bhushana say? After all, Baladevidya Bhushana is our Acharya. Hmm? He is our Gaudiya Acharya. He is uh, the one who gave the Govinda Bhāsya of the Vedanta Sutra. He is the one whom Srila Prabhupada dedicates his Bhagavad Gita commentary. Translation and Commentary 2. What does he say? Balade Bhushana agrees with Jacharya. Hmm. And he says, apparently with great uh, de- uh, firmness, no other interpretation is appropriate. no other interpretation is appropriate, that means forget about what Vishwanath Chakravartya and, and, and Shridar Swami say. Hmm. Is that how we should understand? Or can we somehow combine them? So that's what Srila Prabhupada is doing in his purport. Uh, because he's uh, initially he's giving that first understanding, then immediately after that he's quoting uh these statements, including from Bhagavad Gita, which is also uh referred to Bhagavad Gita chapter fourteen, verse three. Um ma- Mamayonir mahat Mahatbrahma mahat brahma, uh is can refer to uh, the material nature before before it goes into action mode so to say uh so then what does Prabhupada say uh, then he refers to ishhopanishad he finally says what is uh what is this well you could say he's going back to the first interpretation because what is first verse ishhopanishad ishavasmidam sarva Etc. Hmm. Uh, the Lord is the owner of everything. Uh, but, okay, so he's the proprietor of everything, uh, and therefore everything is engaged in the service of the Lord. Um, and then he goes on about even one's material body being a gift of the Lord for carrying out a particular type of action can be engaged in Krishna's service. Uh, but the point I want to make is everything belongs to Krishna, also the material nature as a whole. And so if we take Brahman as material nature before it's active, or if we take Brahman as the Supreme Lord Ishvara, in any case, it's it comes to the same thing uh it it it's uh it comes to the same point. So in either case, if if one is renouncing activities and his or her understanding is that um adhaya giving or dedicating or um, uh what does Prabhupada say? Resigning everything to Brahman. If one understands that as resigning everything to material nature, that's okay. Um, the benefit that's described here will still apply. However, if one understands uh, Brahman as referring to the Supreme Lord, uh The benefit will also apply. Now, the question in my mind, which I don't have an answer for, (laughs) is how is it that Baladevidya Bhushana, who is our Gaudiya Acharya, and who we understand at every Turn at every opportunity, interprets every verse practically of Bhagavad Gita as teaching bhakti. How is it that on this verse he says, No, 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 this is material nature? Interesting. Something to explore, I suppose. Right, okay, uh, those are a few points, and uh, maybe I should stop and see if there's anything to discuss. Ah, Sugopi is giving us a explanation why lotus leaves don't get wet. They have a wax coating. Yeah, so so what is the spiritual equivalent of wax? Since we have an analogy here, and we want to use the analogy for uh, spiritual life, Well, uh, yeah, so um, so the question I would ask in turn is, what's the wax? Anybody want to suggest what is the wax here, the spiritual wax, for protecting the leaf of our existence from the from the water of karma wax is krishna consciousness okay wax is harinam wax is, uh, is sadhana. wax is, wax is practicing krishna consciousness devotional service <laughs> yes very good <clears throat> KC chanting. <laughs> Chappa! Okay. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. So, um, Hari Nam Sankirtan. Das Anudasa. How about all of the above? (laughs) When I was in school, sometimes there would be exams with multiple choice questions. You've probably all had similar exams. There would be the question and then you choose A, B, C, or D, or E, Uh, different options. And sometimes the last one on the list, uh, E, or number five, was all of the above. You had that sometimes in school, yeah. Yes, so many tools. We have lots of tools. And we have to be very good at waxing. <laughs> we have to wax Krishna conscious. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was waxing devotionally. As he was teaching in school about grammar, he would wax Krishna conscious. That's another meaning of the word wax in English. Um, the waxing and waning of the moon. The, the moon in English waxes. Which means it increases in size. Um, okay, what else? Anything else? Someone else wants to add a reflection? Brahman is the effulgence of the Lord. <clears throat> so we may get bewildered by its glare. Hmm, yes. uh yeah bewildered by the glare of the lord lord's effulgence um okay so in the context here one may wonder if uh seeing brahman as impersonal will distract one from devotional service yes it can um but in the context given here uh, this particular verse Apparently that's not being, uh, that's not a concern. In other words, what I want to say is that Bhagavad Gita is certainly uh, meant for inspiring devotional service. And at the same time, Krishna is giving space, if you like, for the Brahma Brahmavadis— I, Mayavadis maybe is another story, but uh, there there is a possibility for those wanting to interpret Krishna's words in impersonal ways, it's more or less possible to do, although sometimes it's a stretch. Uh, but in any case, Krishna is inviting everyone. And... Therefore, he talks so much about Brahman, because um, maybe someone isn't so inclined to think in terms of service to Krishna, but they can relate to this more abstract idea of Brahman. So yes, Krishna is very merciful for allowing that. Oh, Ekanti wants to know which verse we're talking about. It's verse number 10 of chapter 5. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What else can we point out from here? There's going to be more in this chapter, as I mentioned. Um, It comes up let me see if I can find this brahma-nirvanam. Nir- it's kind of an intriguing idea. Uh, 26. Uh, oh yeah, 24. Okay, 24. Yom tasuko. Antararamas tatantar jyotirevayaha sa yogi brahmanirvanam brahma bhutto One whose happiness is within, whose active and rejoices within, whose aim is inward, is actually the perfect mystic. He's liberated in the supreme. And ultimately, he attains the Supreme. Prabhupada translates Brahman Nirvanam here as liberated in the Supreme. Um, and elsewhere, same thing liberation in the Supreme. So, uh, okay. In the Buddhist context, Nirvana. Uh, Well, it comes literally from vata, uh, and vata uh, is uh, flame, and nirvana is extinguishment of the flame, extinction. Hmm. Doesn't sound very attractive to me. Um, okay we need to uh, come to an end soon unless someone wants if someone wants to come on to the microphone and comment anything uh, you're welcome to do so Don't everybody at once and don't be shy. <laughs> Hare Krishna. So Do I see Ramananda Gopal there? Yes. Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I can. Okay. I just I just had... Uh, I was inspired yesterday by uh, the suggestion of uh, Adhariya Chandigamata Chi. Aha. Uh-huh. You mean the yeah. 16 rounds non-stop? Yeah, the 16 rounds non-stop clock. Yeah. I, because I had a yakya in the morning and then I had to make the service plan and so now I locked myself, locked myself out sign what said ending chapa please don't disturb what i put in the face of everybody who come and say hey hey ramananda uh what (laughs) and i chanted even my kids try to keep them away from me Uh in two hours i said all my rounds very good Uh, haribo haribo so it works So you just, you said you made a sign? Yes. And then, oh, and when anybody approached you, you just held up the sign. Yes. That's that's a good trick. Yeah, because I cannot completely go away because I'm outside with the kids and they're all, you know. Right. Sometimes, as soon as you have a feedback in your hand, everybody thinks, oh, I can, somebody who listens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I had to find to so make it clear and everybody respected it ah, very good yeah. that's a so good point your class. okay, so. very good, thank you yeah. now we need, we need some artists to make uh, some nice signs uh, for that specific purpose Uh, as you like to take it. <laughs> okay, sign for spe- specific purpose. You can make sign. Every, everyone There can be different styles of signs that say, don't disturb, I'm chanting. Oh, wow. sign. Okay, yeah. And there could be a sign maybe with, you know, skull and crossbones. You could have you could have an image of Nursingav going like this. Don't chant. Don't don't disturb. Chanting, don't disturb. Yes. Oh, yeah. Maybe something. Yeah. I think about it. <laughs> uh. yeah do I Chandrika to to be to, to club member <laughs> ah yes well i don't know i think that's a ladies only club you may have to start your own <laughs> I, I do like uh, uh you know like, like uh shiva wanna wanna uh, be part of us at oh uh well anyway i I think you've been to it, doing too many yugyas or something. <laughs> I think maybe a little bit tried out there. Something, I don't know. <laughs> maybe Yeah. No, I don't mind. I just but it's a good a good thing to do a while wow and kind of may, maybe try it as she suggested, maybe try it for for kurtik. Yeah. Think, yeah. Maybe. Then keep it up. Yes, very good. You can make a man's club. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, thank you. Anyone else? Anything? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Who is this? This is Jiva. I think we met in Pasta like Samachana. When when was it? Last year? On your birthday. On your birthday. On your, on your birthday. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see you again.
1: I love the readings, and I was having a hard time concentrating today because I've got a monkey brain. It's just the way I work. Um, I was trying as hard as I can, but I will take one thing with me, and I will take an essential thing with me, which which, which for me is the essence of Krishna consciousness, is that I will render as much as I can, as much as I can every single day, all of my senses to Krishna. And either I'm doing that
0: or I'm not doing that. It's just, wow. I'm either walking him or walking away from Okay. Yeah, very Very good. Very good. And uh, yeah, all the best for that. As for the monkey brain, as for the monkey brain, how about this, what we were just discussing the, the 16 rounds nonstop in the morning? No, but you may find that after some time, the monkey calms down.
1: between the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari, Hari, Hare Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Ram, Ram Hari Hare, I say, let me be your servant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari, Ram, Hare Ram, let me servant. I That's, a, wow. connect to those words.
0: And right now I don't connect to the mantra. I just don't. That's uh, just the I need to be honest. So this helps me. So maybe be a step and step. Yeah, whatever, whatever helps. Very good, very good. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know if luck has to do with it, but... <laughs> mm. Well, luck refers to Lakshmi. Lakshmi is an expansion of Radha. Radharani, Shimati Radharani is, your, you are chanting her name when you chant Hare in the mantra. So, therefore, good luck in the original sense. And That's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hare Krishna. Have a good one. Thank you, you too. Okay, I guess uh, we can end there. And all the best for yeah Munich Yatra. Thank you so much. Thank you. And to everyone else have a good week chant and be happy and uh, yeah read Bhagavad Gita (laughs) why not (laughs) something new something different read Bhagavad Gita and see how it can how you can apply it in your life Grantaraj, Shimad Bhagavad Gita, Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Rinda, Ki Jai, Gora Premanande. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna.